Wellness Podcast. My name is Barry Strickoff, Registered Dietitian. And I'm Sophie Bertrand, Registered Associate Nutritionist. And we are here today with Kirsten from Rivita. Hi! <laughs> and we are talking all about fiber today. So this episode is sponsored by Rivita. We just finished an amazing event um, where we cook some amazing plant-based foods so delicious high fiber foods my stomach is so satisfied right yeah, i'm <laughs> glad some, you guys had fun and some delicious desserts as well using ribita um yeah. which i thought was really interesting um did you what put it in like a food processor yeah so we've used uh ribita rye breads crunch them up in a food processor and use them as a base like a tart or a cheesecake yeah. base yeah Amazing. I'm actually going to start doing that because that is genius. It's, it's incredible. a great way, to get in. <laughs> great way to get in more fiber. Okay, perfect. So do you want to um, introduce yourself? Tell us a bit about what you do and how you got here for working for Rivita. Perfect, yeah. So, yeah, my name's Kirsten. I head up the Rivita marketing team, which is uh, something that's an absolute honor. It's an amazing brand. Been around in the UK and the rest of the world for a very, very long time. And I think I'm really lucky to be able to kind of head up such an incredible food brand that means so much to so many people and yeah. um, first and foremost and between I sort of lead the team who we cover all aspects of marketing of the brand so that could be anything from coming up with new products and working with our recipe developers to come up with new ideas for people looking at packaging and how we can better communicate with customers holding events like today and trying to inspire people in new ways to do things like add more fiber into their diet or working with some of our people like Davina McCall who's our ambassador on some of our comms and adverts and things like that so it's an amazing job and it's got lots and lots of variety which I love yeah um, and I've always been in brand marketing but what I really love about this job that I have now and we've talked about it a lot at this event today is working for a food brand that's actually full of really good stuff yeah. we can kind of help inspire people to you know have good things um in the food that they eat and yeah that's exciting yeah i think it's interesting that like you are a food <coughs> brand and like most food brands just want to put out delicious food and um sorry that was a glass <laughs> clinging we're just we're actually sat in a pub um most food brands just want to put out like good products and make money but you guys have i wouldn't say like um what's the word like a social like aspect to it where you guys also want to like help people improve their health um so i feel like there's two components to ribita like you want to put out good products but you also want to inspire people to eat well no but i think what's great about your events and the brand and everything you do is that you genuinely care like you're trying to raise awareness around a really important topic we do and exactly what barry's just said is what matters to me most of going yes we have to make money yes we're a food brand but actually inspiring people mm-hmm. is is what we're all about and yeah. as i've said a number of times today and we say in the office all day if someone can go home making a slightly healthier choice yeah. or feeling better about themselves because of something we've done then we've had a really good day at the yeah. office and I that's i was just gonna yeah. say professionals that we feel exactly the same if so. we could just help someone just make like one slight choice and a lot of people yeah. come to us thinking they want like these drastic yeah. changes but at the end of the day if we can just let them go home and just like incorporate one or two healthier options and a little, one job. little step leads to another little step we always say that that's really exciting and i think what we see is like kind of like the snowball effect and i think sometimes if you can just help people take that first mm-hmm. little step yes, around a slightly healthier choice or just adding something better in then yeah exactly celebrate that small victories yes. 
totally. and it being fun and it being a positive part and a really big belief at Ravita is that healthy living can be an enjoyable it doesn't need to be a chore it doesn't need to be miserable yeah. actually it doesn't need to be something you do for a little bit of time until you hit a goal actually it can just be the way and actually it can be a really fun way in like days like today and all yeah, the energy say, we've had in the room yeah. yeah we've had a lot of cheers and whoops in the room yeah. today um <laughs> which has been amazing and that's all about exactly that celebrating a little step of something towards yeah, being definitely. a little bit healthier so let's talk about the f word the f word <laughs> which is our favorite f word which is fiber yes so, the most important f word yeah. let's talk about forking fiber <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell us like maybe if you want to define what fiber is where can we find it and why does Rivita feel so passionate about yeah, helping people and, like, where did the fiber fit campaign come from perfect okay so um, <laughs> fiber is a nutrient within food and incredibly important um, nutrient within foods and the most interesting thing about fibre at the moment is that in the UK the majority of people are not yeah. getting enough fibre into yeah, yeah. their diet so the stats would say that only 1 in 10 people are eating enough fibre, that's yeah. what the government stats would say and then lots of people say well why does that matter mm-hmm. it's not really important I feel fine, fibre just keeps you regular doesn't yeah. it, I'm regular yeah, enough thanks such a, such a um, stigma around fiber in the sense of just like poop sorry i had to put it out get the the poop word out there whereas actually what fiber really does is feeds the bacteria and the microbiome in our gut and actually with all the hype and great positive news that there is out in the media these days about gut health and the importance of that actually um the fiber that you eat is the food that feeds those microorganisms so actually it's so important to make sure that we're giving those microorganisms what they need to keep us happy and healthy and that's why we're really passionate about it because actually not only does it feed them but if you eat the recommended daily allowance of fiber which is 30 grams per day actually it does loads of good stuff so um the NHS would say that by eating enough fibre every day, so 30 grams, you reduce your risk of heart disease, um, stroke, type 2 diabetes and bowel cancer. And that's just an unbelievably powerful stat. And we just think, my God, if we can help yeah. sort of, you know, drive awareness of how important fibre is, then that could really help some people, you Absolutely. know? Absolutely. Very serious diseases that you've just touched on there. Yes, exactly. Again, we said this today. Not saying that if you eat fibre, you're not going to get any of those diseases, but you are reducing your risk. Yeah. Yeah. You guys mentioned a really interesting statistic about bowel cancer from I think what was it the so Cancer Research UK. Yeah. yeah. So Cancer Research UK would have a study which says that by eating 30 grams of fibre per day, you can reduce your risk of contracting bowel cancer by 28 percent. I think that's like wild if we could all do something to like prevent you know we're all about preventing like um long-term health conditions exactly so you know we know that exercise is good for us and we know that not smoking will decrease our risk for lung uh lung cancer and things like that and there's you know we eat omega-3 fatty acids to decrease our risk of alzheimer's but i don't think that people have this awareness that if you eat fiber you could decrease your risk of bowel cancer Mm -hmm. which is you know it's quite a like it's they're all serious i shouldn't say that but yeah. prognosis and treatment it's not as 
advance as maybe some of the other cancers? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, what I we have to be really careful. What I don't want people to hear here is, you know, eat my vita and it does anything oh, like that. It doesn't. Yeah. I think it's, um, but the, the facts are out there if people want to go looking for them, which are studies around the fact that a high fiber diet of 30 grams per fiber minimum every day, you know, does have these amazing health effects. And you just think, oh my goodness, that research is growing. Yeah. Things are coming out almost every day as scientists find out more and more. And that's just an incredibly powerful thing. And as a food brand, it's my job to go, if we can help educate and inspire people just around fibre in general and go, this is why it's important. This is where you can find it. This is how you can help add some more into your diet. Then that's an incredible thing to do. And that's where the Fibre Fit campaign, which we launched last April, kind of came from. Why do you think that um, not everyone is meeting their daily recommended fibre intake? I think two things. I think people just aren't really aware. I think it's just not on the radar. I think fiber is, people are aware of protein as a trend. People are aware of, you know, other food trends. But people just don't think about fiber very much. So I don't think that it's people have a conscious issue. Mm-hmm. They're just not aware that it's something they should be eating. And then I think when they are aware of it, fiber kind of currently has slightly bad PR. People yeah. think it's going to be bulky food that's going to, you know, bloat them out. And they think everyone's going to be brown. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everyone thinks it's going to be something brown. Yeah. And actually, everything that we've been doing here today is like about celebrating the power of fruit and veg, yeah, which exactly. is an incredible, rich, diverse source of amazing yeah, fibres. Exactly. And I think, yeah, between that, people don't realise that they should be eating more fibre. And then when yeah. they do, they think it's going to be hard and a bit of a slog and unenjoyable. Actually... Yeah once people realize it's just about celebrating a more diverse sort of plant-based range of foods then people are like oh okay and then it becomes part of their daily routine you know and that's when we have people contact us who are like i did this it's been amazing Mm -hmm. you know and and when they come back us and tell us how much they're enjoying following a high fiber diet then that's what makes you know that's what makes our day a great one yeah, I completely agree with that. I think that's great that you guys have that mission. So besides Rivita, where can people find fiber? So what kind of foods are fiber found in? So there's five main food groups that fiber is found in. So the first big kind of myth to bust for everyone is that fiber is only found in plant-based sources. So fiber can't be synthesized from anywhere that's you know animal-based at all. Um, and that's not about banging a veganism drum or anything. That's just about educating people if they want to look for and fiber it's in plant-based sources and the five main groups that you can find it in are fruit uh, veggies uh, legumes so peas beans lentils things like that nuts and seeds Um, and our 30 and 30 plan which we created which is a way to help people work up to eating 30 grams of fiber per day but doing it slowly building up over 30 days yeah (laughs) it 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 focuses on those different groups and actually one week might be looking about how you could add some you know peas beans and lentils into your diet another week might be about upping your fruit intake slightly and just you know focusing on those different areas because actually eating a diverse range of fiber and not just getting that 30 grams from one thing is really important because actually the different you know organisms in your Mm -hmm. gut feed on different types of fiber so that's that's what that 1330 plan is created to span all of those different food groups in an easy way that everyone can do um and actually that really adds in a rich you know sort of diverse range into that and a lot of the time they are cheap foods as well yeah tinned foods like lentils Lentils, the great baked bean yeah (laughs) (laughs) one of everybody's favorite foods and you can keep them in your cupboard and you know you've got them there 
whole grain pasta, brown rice. And those are like small switches that people can make. Like if you're making a pasta dish or if you're making a rice dish, just like a simple swap to a whole meal, a whole grain. Super easy. And you've doubled. I mean, that's not a statistic, but like (laughs) you've increased your fiber. Yeah, exactly. And I think, again, there's lots of myths. You know, when we first started doing this, people said, oh, but... You know, whole grain pasta takes three times as long to cook and stuff. I'm like, no, it doesn't. I don't, you know, I don't think it does. You know, we literally it's... cooked whole wheat pasta today, and it took. I think we set our timer for what twelve minutes. Yeah. I yeah. think that's exactly the same. Yeah. For normal pasta. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't. It's no. It's no harder. Um, as we were chatting about today, the people who've got kids, we were saying, you know, the kids don't even really notice yeah, if you've switched so out their pasta yeah. to whole wheat pasta. Um, well, like even if you want to keep your white pasta just add some peas exactly add, add some peas or do 50-50 <laughs> yeah, even if you so changed true. your pasta and did 50% white and 50% whole grain and mixed it together yeah. then even that is a step towards increasing your fibre exactly like, like we said before you don't have to go gung-ho no, and become not like at all. the fibre ambassador of the world no <laughs> you can kind of pick and choose and we said like gradual and we'll talk about it after but yeah there's so many things you can do I thought it was interesting we played a few games before and talking about which foods have more fiber um we love and... a fiber stat and a fiber chart yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like a fire round of questions yeah. <laughs> so there was um the just like some of the questions like oh which foods have more fiber it was like kidney beans or chickpeas and i actually would have thought chickpeas but in fact it's kidney beans chickpeas are trendy right they've got right? everyone's yeah, yeah, there's a little hype around chickpeas <laughs> And like I know, we lentils. need to cheer for the humble yeah. kidney bean. <laughs> but that's like a really like I feel like kidney beans are really easy to put in a chili and yeah. things put like them in that. Anything, in a spaghetti bolognese, yeah. exactly. You know, yeah. So there's and then you're talking about berries. and they're delicious. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. Adding more diversity makes your diet so much more exciting. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it makes it more colorful. Yeah, raspberries. So raspberries have a fiber favorite of mine. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> yes. So they have more fiber than some of the other berries, like blueberries and strawberries then. Yes. So raspberries are one of the highest. Yeah. So it's what's your favorite way to incorporate raspberries with Ribita? So, uh, so I have raspberries every single morning for breakfast. That's the first way I get raspberries in. But I do have an absolute favorite, which is our fruit crunch raviza, which is our sweet crisp bread. And to have any of the above potentially a bit of chocolatey type spread but also some mascarpone is really good mascarpone and fruit crunch with raspberries on top is an absolute taste sensation that's why i'm doing the mascarpone i actually have it's weird i call it mascarpone i feel like that's the new yorker in me Um, (laughs) but i actually have that in my fridge at the moment oh well there you go fruit crunch mascarpone and raspberries or in fact any other berry is just properly tasty and a really nice wow. way just to have a little if you want a little sweet like mid-afternoon hit yeah, yeah. That's, your that's, that's my top tip yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love that um, and yeah so, so tell us a bit about the fiber fit quiz what is the mission with that so our whole fiber fit campaign which we launched in April 2019 was around raising awareness of the importance of fiber and helping people get more fiber into their diet so it launched with kind of two elements we created a really simple online quiz which is on our website at rivisa.co.uk which is literally five questions it takes 60 seconds and you go through and you answer those five questions and that can tell you you know whether you're getting enough fiber into your diet or not and so we realized that when people become aware people are like oh well i don't know so we we had to create Mm. a sort of a mechanic to help answer that question um, and so far to date we've had around 100,000 people that's take incredible. that 
quiz, yeah. which is something that I'm incredibly proud of because... That's amazing, because obviously people are taking it thinking this has been really helpful, and then they tell their friends, and yeah. Exactly. When we first launched it, we did it as a bit of a test, and we yeah. didn't really know. And then, you know, we can go in and track on any given day, and when you just see the thousands keep going up, you yeah. think, wow, that's 100,000 people who now know how much fibre they're eating yeah. every day, and they didn't before. Mm. And that's just amazing. Yeah. So that's kind of the first step that we created. Um, and then once you take the quiz, it gives you a link to, if you want to, sign up to our 30 and 30 um, challenge, which is around, as we said, working up to eating 30 grams of fibre over 30 days, but by doing it easily and simply over four weeks. Mm-hmm. So each week is a focus on a slightly different food group mm-hmm. and about adding things in. It's all yeah. about nothing's restrictive, nothing's yeah. about stopping all doing all about, anything yeah. you're doing. <laughs> it's just about adding stuff just in. So say, for example, thing. one of the week one actions is just try and eat an extra piece of fruit yeah. and yeah. try and switch out so something adorable. white for something whole grain. Yeah. And that's it. And you don't have to do anything more yeah. than that because that's enough to have yeah. upped your fibre intake by five grams every day. Yeah. Um, and, and that's kind of it, the fibre fit you know, campaign in general. We're constantly trying to come up with new recipe ideas for yeah. people. We host events like today, which yeah. are about showing and you know, getting people like you guys along to yeah. try and help show more and more ways that people can easily and enjoyably get fibre yeah. into their diet. But through creating both the quiz to test if people are getting enough fibre or not and then creating the plan to then help them increase their fibre intake. Mm-hmm. That's what Fibre Fit is all about, is yeah. going, are you aware? Where are you yeah. on that as a person on that spectrum? And then actually, how can we help you get more fibre into yeah. your diet every day? Definitely. So I assume you've done kind of this timeline because obviously if you go from eating like five grams to 30 in a day, there's going to be some... Yes, let's talk about that. So as um, we've had lots of laughs and jokes about as well today, the, you know, fibre as it gets your guts working better and start moving can act for some people really quickly and some for some not. And and to be really quickly, not everyone gets a reaction to increasing their fibre intake quickly. You know, I I don't experience any any negative side effects, but some people do. Um, and so the advice we give is that it's really important to gradually and yeah. steadily increase your fibre intake because that gives your your gut time to yeah. adapt to the new you know, foods that you're introducing into yeah. it and the diversity. And actually, if you up your fibre gradually, like we, you know, like we have in the 30 and 30 plan, and we've worked with a number of specialists on creating that plan to yeah. make sure that that advice is really sound and, and yeah. endorsed yeah. Um, by a lot of a lot of specialist people. And that if you follow that gradual intake up, actually you should just be able to really enjoy yeah. working up to getting 30 grams of fibre per day and not experience any negative yeah. sort of side effects from that. But it's really important we talk about that because Definitely. what we don't want is for some people to start it and then think, oh, this doesn't work for me. Exactly. So what are the negative side effects? <laughs> so it can it can go one of, one of, one yeah. of two ways. You could have a bit of cramping. You might have some... Uh, you know, loose bowels, to use a phrase. You might have some sort of twisty-type gut feelings, Loads, any of yeah. those things, bloating. Yeah, um, gassy. Exactly, a bit gassy. Um, but actually, um, Dr. Megan Rossi, who we've also done some work with in the past, says, yeah. you know, that gas is a, can be a really good sign. Exactly. Because yeah. actually it's kind of, you know... Um, your microbes reacting. Exactly. Yeah. You guys will talk about this better than I will. But the, um, <laughs> the microbes starting to react because they're being fed properly new yeah, and getting yeah, the new exactly. the, and actually if you just actually move through that phase you'll get to a point where actually yeah. your gas creation comes right down yeah. to hopefully less than it was before yeah definitely i actually remember um in uni when i was studying dietetics 
um, we were learning about fiber and one of the girls, it was like, it must have been like, what, 2014 and chia seeds were becoming really popular. And I remember Chia she, was on the up. Yeah, <laughs> Chia was on the up. And this girl, literally, I can't even tell you how much she consumed. And she was in the hospital because like her stomach just like couldn't handle it. Because when you introduce a food that you've never had before, especially something high in fiber, like we said, you have to do it gradually. And I swear she was having like a cup of chia seeds. Wow. And which is a lot. Like if you think of yeah, like a, a portion of like, like two, two yeah, one or two. <laughs> A couple. One or two yeah. tablespoons. Um, oh, my God. I will never, never forget her coming back and be like, so I spent a week in the hospital because of chia seeds. Oh, my God. <laughs> so yeah, story to tell. Yes, exactly. <laughs> take it slow. And something else that you mentioned, which I thought would be helpful to touch on, because we haven't really discussed it. So fiber is like a non-digestible um, food byproduct, essentially. Um, and there's two types. So there's soluble and non-soluble. So soluble fiber will be absorbed into the body and will kind of like, when you think this sounds gross, but makes things like a bit more viscous, yeah. like jelly, and it like helps pe- things gel up. Um, and then there's non, um, non-soluble fiber, which kind of adds bulk and like roughage and helps push things out. Yeah. So if you are having loose stools as like a result of increasing your fiber, maybe you're just not balancing the non-soluble um, and the soluble so increase your soluble fiber and that will help gel things up and even like when we when I was seeing patients in the hospital and they had like really bad IBD so Crohn's or colitis and they had like really loose stools we'd actually give them a soluble fiber supplement to help gel things together so um we always want to make sure you're having a balance of the exactly. two exactly and I think it all just comes back to you know the most important things are fiber is important, yes, but actually gradual intake is yeah. the best way to do it, and also a wide range of wide fibers. Range. Because then actually yeah. if you're eating fiber from a lot of different sources, from wild, wide plant-based sources, so all those things, fruit, um, veggies, peas, bees, um, you know, nuts and seeds, you should be getting a good balance of that totally. soluble and insoluble fiber without having to get signed C or worry exactly. about it or anything. Yeah. If you just go, if I'm trying to, and you know, some of the advice out there would be to try and eat 30 different types of fiber every week which at some point can sound a bit scary but actually you know if you have a meal whereby you've had onions peppers kidney beans chickpeas and your chili then there's four different types of fiber in just one meal if you have it with rice and it's brown rice then you know you've had five in just one meal and you go were you tracking that at one point just like out of curiosity to see how many yes out of curiosity i started writing down like the amounts of like plant foods i was eating okay interesting i was was getting to like 10 to 12 like without trying a day yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, so then yeah. eating thirty in a week is yeah, is not time, such like, a challenge. Yeah, because by the time I have like two pieces of fruit with my breakfast, and then like I snack on like nuts throughout the day, and then like I'd have my main meals with like loads of you know because I don't eat meat, so it's mostly plant based foods anyway. Yeah, and, yeah, it was obviously like I don't feel like I'm a concern. I just did it out of pure curiosity. curiosity but it's yeah. funny how things actually add up, like you said. But I think telling people examples is really good and really helpful because yes. people tend to be a bit daunted by, you know, the challenge. Whereas, you know, things like I say, oh, well, I have for breakfast and my average breakfast might be, um, I might have some yogurt, I might have some kefir just to, you know, yeah. add in the good things. Wow. But actually my, you know, the, the bits that I have on top of that, I'll normally have raspberries, yeah. blueberries. Mm-hmm. So that's two yeah. types of it. I'll have some like milled seeds yeah, that I have. And then I have some sprinkled um, flaked almonds and a little yeah. bit of honey. 
And A, that's the most delicious breakfast yeah. you yeah. could have. <laughs> and B, that's four types of fibre just yeah. in a really yummy, easy and that works for you and you breakfast. Enjoy it. And it keeps you full because yeah, sure. fibre slows down the digestion, like so it delays gastric emptying. What that means is that the food goes from your stomach into your intestines at a slower rate, so it keeps you fuller for longer and it helps regulate the blood sugars. So you won't get those spikes yeah. and dips. It'll kind of be more of a gradual release over time, which gives you, you know, more energy throughout the day but then also keeps you fuller for longer so having balanced food not only gives you more fiber and helps your gut and helps you know your immune system and helps your cardiovascular system and prevents all these like you know diseases but or can help prevent diseases not making any claims that eat your fiber (laughs) and you won't get them but it also helps regulate your appetite and and i think you know it doesn't have to be hard you know that breakfast that i've described is zero prep yeah, right. So I get stuff it. out of yeah. the fridge, I chuck it in my little Tupperware tub and I take it to work with me and it's a zero prep. It takes 30 yeah. seconds to chuck yeah. stuff together mm. in that little pot um, and there's a really fresh, tasty, you know, well-balanced, high-fibre breakfast that's delicious. And you go, I think, again, lots of people have that misunderstanding that this means I need to be, you know, soaking things three days in advance yeah. and marinating yeah. something so it tastes good and, and like chopping everything yeah. and it just doesn't have to be like that yeah. that's why that's why we love fruits and veggies just pick up an apple yeah. eat another yeah. you know things like that you know yes obviously you know i say put stick stuff on a rye visa crisp bread mm. you know switch that out for some of your other you know other you know sort of carby type things that you might use and you know you're increasing your fiber intake it's yeah. it doesn't have to be hard yeah definitely yeah just making your afternoon snack I like that idea. Like, I'll often have a hard-boiled egg for a snack in the afternoon if I'm feeling hungry yeah, and just so pairing it. it on a putting it on a ride Vita <laughs> with Boom. some hummus <laughs> is, like, such an easy thing to do. So what other tips? I know you had, like, kind of in your Fiber Fit campaign to add things gradually, but what other tips do you have for getting more fiber in your diet besides Rye Vita? <laughs> so, I mean, we have loads. I mean, breakfast choices I could talk about forever. There's loads of delicious things like overnight oats are amazing, yeah. birchers, you know, and granola, porridge, you know, all, you know, and breakfast you is really... you can take all that stuff on the go with you. Exactly. You can have it at home and do leisurely sort of Sunday lunch. You know, yeah. I like making like my little bowls with my berries and some crunchy granola yeah. and, you know, everything else. And that's yeah. completely delicious. Or you can just take it with you and it's, yeah. you know, 30 seconds and yeah. out the out the door and that's amazing i think you know snacks i had my mid-morning snack this morning i just had a little pot of blueberries Mm. you know and again just trying to look for what you can switch out to actually go blueberries are super high in fiber so that's a really good switch to make and they're delicious and they're and they're completely (laughs) delicious yeah and then just all the little like what we call fiber hacks so if you look on our social channel we're constantly posting what we call fiber hacks which are easy switches and you know one that I mentioned earlier is just you know if you're boiling pasta and you're going to make a bowl of pasta for dinner just chuck a handful of peas into the boiling water you know two minutes before your pot's boiled you don't need an extra pot yeah it costs hardly anything frozen Frozen peas are in the freezer freezer. they're for ages they're cheap you know cheapest chips peas whatever (laughs) Um, and you just chuck them in and peas are super high in fiber so then you've just added in you know to whatever you were going to make another you know another type of fiber fiber in there for literally zero effort and i think it's those those sorts of things that make the difference because it's when it's easy and it's when it doesn't have to be hard and it doesn't require much thinking yeah that it's when it becomes habit yeah that's when it becomes habit (laughs) that we can you know that we can really drive proper change so yeah it's little thinking like that but yeah follow us on our social channels because we're constantly posting fiber hacks passion fruit that's one of my other favorites oh i love passion passion fruit passion fruit is the highest fiber fruit 
You know, I didn't know that. Yeah, we, we love a did chart. You know this is how... I mean, only because I was at the last event and they did a quiz and I, you know, how competitive I get. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was so mad at myself for getting it wrong. I was like, how shall I not know a passion fruit? I would have like... guessed raspberries. Because of the seed content yeah. in a passion fruit, because it's mainly seeds sitting in... Yeah. So I will think about that next time I order a passion fruit margarita. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. You know, out sipping cocktails and increasing your fibre yeah, intake yeah. as you go. It really can be fun. Wait, wait. <laughs> I found your new this Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, sometimes with breakfast and stuff, I just like, I'll take a passion fruit cut in half. I think yeah, I, I, I'm going to get this wrong, but I think a passion fruit alone is like 2.4 or 2.8 grams of fiber, something the like that. The whole passion fruit. Just what, well, no, the, the edible part oh, of the, the passion yeah, yeah. fruit. And per 100 grams, that's like a big portion. So per one, it's huge. But yeah, if you just big. have that one passion fruit a day, that's like a tenth of your daily intake. Or you're yeah. Almost a tenth yeah, of your daily intake. Yeah, that's literally incredible. So, yeah, so there might, yeah, passion. I'm, I'm on uh, weird passion fruit PR here. <laughs> An ambassador for passion fruit. Yes, exactly. For the humble passion fruit. Yeah. And how would you mix passion fruit with Rivita? Could you do like a bit of Greek yogurt on it? Yes. So we, I, our, our, one of our actual favourites is um, coconut yogurt. So coconut yogurt on top of one of our Rivitas. And actually it can work not just on the sweet one. Sometimes we have like a multigrain, uh, multigrain so crisp bread. Yes, our yeah. protein um, one is absolutely oh, yeah, delicious. That's my favorite one. Coconut yogurt and then either mango or passion fruit. That really like the coconut yogurt and like the tropical fruits, or maybe mango and passion fruit if you wanted yeah. to go crazy. Go crazy. <laughs> is really delicious. Little drizzle of honey on the top. Like, oh my goodness, yum. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of my also big tips for increasing fiber is well, two things. Um, one, like leave the skin on your vegetables. Like, yes, like Always. especially with potatoes. Potatoes, yeah. yes. When I see people peel their sweet potatoes or regular potatoes, I'm like, just get a vegetable scrubber, scrub them clean, and you lose so much of the nutrients when you cut the skin off. Um, And then the other thing that I was going to say is make sure you're drinking enough water. Yes, I think that's super important. (laughs) Fiber, because that'll help keep everything moving. Um, and then your fluids will, your fluid needs will increase as your fiber increases. So they go kind of hand in hand. Yeah. But I, th- I think there's such good ones. Yeah, keeping hydrated is really important. And to, keeping moving actually is another yeah. one. So uh, there's, you know, there's evidence emerging that actually the links between movement and being active really helps keep your guts healthy as well as you know increasing yeah, your fiber intake. So yes, really gut motility. Yeah. And obviously, there's a huge branch of research of, you know, gut health and mental health. Yeah, which so much. I feel like we could do a whole episode I was going to say, I feel like we'll leave that for another day. But, um... Yeah, but your gut health can impact so many other aspects of your overall health. It really can, yeah. And it, it could be as something simple, like we said before, grabbing an extra piece of fruit. Yeah. Having a Ribita cracker with your afternoon snack. Yeah. Having... Sprinkling some seeds on your salad or yeah. on your soup. Oh, I like that. Lentils. Oh my God, so good. What other kind of, do you have any? Lentils in everything. (laughs) Honestly, like, I just, they add such good texture and flavor and you can put them in extra protein, extra fiber. Yeah. So yeah, I love using lentils. They're cheap as well. You get yeah, the they tins. Are. So you don't cheap. have to cook them. Just lentil them soup, tins. like the cheapest meal ever. Lentil and I love it. Favorite. Yeah. <laughs> we do like a lentil soup. chili bake thing, oh, don't yeah, we, we do, love? Yeah. With like, then you put cheese on it, obviously. That's a, that's a top Rivita <laughs> tip. Rivita makes really good croutons. <gasps> what? So if you make, yes, that. if you make like a lentil soup or whatever, and if you snap up 
like a crisp bread and just use it as a crouton that's oh like a total God. high fiber hack when yeah. yeah and it's really tasty because it's light and crunchy makes really good croutons wow so everyone needs to follow Ravita yeah. for these high fiber little a hacks. fiber hacks fiber hack yeah i feel like you could even do that like with a salad for yeah yeah we have French. them yeah it works on salads as well because yeah. to save you having to toast something up yeah. or to have to fry something it's up like people would do to make right now. <laughs> 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 about making it's the simple things croutons. right you just get take a slice out crumble it up stick it on your salad or soup and you've got some like added crunch yeah. and added fiber wow. so that's like a really good yeah awesome. way to pair the lentils yeah. with the rye crisp bread yeah. <laughs> for oh, the so I love it double when you get win different textures in food, yeah so, so I do really i like that like i eat raw carrots with everything because i love the crunchy i also love raw carrots <laughs> oh, yeah crunch is good so how do people how can people know if they're having enough fiber so that's where our quiz comes in. So um, if people go to ravita.co.uk, there's a link there where they can take the quiz. It's completely free. We don't capture any data. It's got nothing to do with any I. of that. Yeah. Um, it's just there. It's five questions and it tells you, you know, whether your fibre fits. So already getting 30 grams of fibre per day or whether you're kind of around the UK average, which is you're getting somewhere in the sort of teens, maybe 14 yeah. to 18% worth of fibre and you need to increase or whether you know, you're really low on fibre intake, which would be under 10 grams. Yeah. And then wow. it gives you the steps then in the plan. If you want to, you don't have to, you can right. just take the quiz to then be able to increase it if you like. And I do feel like striving for an overall well-balanced, diverse like way of eating means that you're getting more fibre. So yeah. It, it's not a goal that's like, oh, I have to do this and do this. It kind no. of go, it's yeah. like in. It's just adding a few things into your daily routine. Yeah, it's not. And we're to we're all about. about good stuff in, not bad stuff yeah, out. You like, know, this isn't about positive. exactly. Yeah. This isn't about restrictive. This isn't yeah. about you have you can't have this or you can't have yeah. that. That's absolutely not what we're about. The FiberFit campaign is just about adding some of the right good stuff in that as you say could be part of what you're already doing it might be a little tweak on what you're already mm. doing with your diet and your eating yeah. um but that little tweak might be really important and yeah. might you know it might, really might make quite a big difference yeah. yeah awesome definitely well um do you have any other questions about Ray Vida? i've said all of my questions i think we've covered everything in our yes chatting um <laughs> definitely but we do like to end with a little not like a game oh like, i like a game um, <laughs> Like, we call it the pit and peak of the wellness industry. And actually, my peak has always been, like, the rise of gut research yeah. and the microbiome. And then my pit is celery juice. <laughs> um, and so, and then Sophie's is... Um, lemon water. Like, is your pit. Detoxing, yeah. Uh, I can't stand it purely because... Oh, I love it, lemon water. No, it's fine to, if you love lemon water, but to use it as, like, an inverted commas, detox... Yeah, no, yeah. I just like the taste. Um, (laughs) Same. Yeah, if you love lemon water, fab, like, that's great. But But also listen to our episode with the dentist. um, Yeah, because it's... With uh, the foodie dentist. If you're just drinking, like, lemon water all the time, it's, like, acidic on your teeth. Interesting things. Anyway, um, and then my peak was, like, the non-diet movement, so kind of intuitive eating and, like we just said, (laughs) non-restrictive. Yeah. So what would your pit and peak of the wellness industry be um so my pits would probably be what i would call some of the pretenders Mm -hmm. so as someone that works in food marketing and with a really big passion to help people and help inspire people to be healthier it really upsets me when i see whether it be brands or whether it be an individual 
giving misleading information that isn't quite true um, just to sell a product. That mm-hmm. really upsets so me. That, yeah. um, and as somebody who works really hard with the regulations to help educate and inspire people in a way that we can, that's really frustrating to see when some people just don't care and they're just doing for how many likes they can yeah. get or you know what they might say. So I think that's my pit yeah especially with like your marketing perspective i feel like that could be like so like nerve wracking for you to say yeah it's just really frustrating because you know i believe that brands at their best can be a power for really positive change and when you see people abusing that by giving misleading information just to drive profit that's really you know that yeah yeah, it's really (laughs) annoying um and i just think it takes a lot of undoing then and it's what drives mistrust between you know consumers and brands and actually consumers and brands you know we can help each other but it requires that two-way trust so i hate it when people break that but i think my peak of the wellness industry would actually be uh, a very similar thing which is the power of people spreading a good message so i think you know if you look at people who are really really striving i went to um joe wicks's big workout january workout event last weekend whenever it was um, you know, which was just an empty warehouse with 800 people all coming together to do like a hit class. And I look at people like that. I look at people like yourselves. So I look at like a, peop- a lot of other people who've been at this event today. And you go, and I've said it a lot of times today, if we all just tell one person yeah. a piece of information that's useful to them in their lives, then we've all done a really good thing. And I think working with people who have influence in the wellness industry is so inspiring because when it's done right and when you hear back that, you've helped somebody or one of you guys has helped someone and I'm sure everything that you're saying in your podcast helps lots of people that is just amazing and going it doesn't have to be multi-million pound budgets it doesn't have to be the next big thing it can just be someone sharing to somebody else a piece of information and I think with the rise of social media and everything that allows us to communicate in this way that we are now recording a podcast from a pub (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing and you just go you know great people can get great information out there and we can all do it together and i think that's really cool the power of word of mouth yeah exactly so so important i think that's like where influence has come from because when you trust someone so if you have a friend and you like you trust them or a family member you're more likely to kind of listen to what they have to say and take their advice and things and you know when people trust us or they trust you and the voice then it brings on bigger more like the snowball effect of change and now you know people have got access to all of this information on the phones they carry around in their pockets and that's what's so important about you know podcasts like this stuff that you guys are doing and the other information that can go out there when it's done brilliantly that can be totally easily accepted accessible to to everyone Mm -hmm. and i think that's super cool amazing awesome well, thank you so much for, thank you for joining me. us. Oh, and where can people follow Rivita? So if people go to um, rivita.co.uk, that's our website where they can sign up to the um, fiber. You can take the FiberFit quiz or sign up to the 1330 challenge or both. Um, if people look at us on Insta, we're at Rivita yeah. or look us up on Facebook, we're Rivita UK on there as well. Please come and join us. We would love to hear what people think. We yeah. love to hear people's experiences. Please do chat. Oh, great. Well, thank you so much. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And follow Forking Wellness on Instagram at Forking Wellness. And we'll be back next week. Bye, guys. Bye.